I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. So before we jump into the episode, we just want to let y'all know that the Deadass Girls podcast wouldn't be possible without Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free. That's right. They give it to you for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They also got hella dope creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast to make it sound poppin'. They also will help you distribute the podcast. So if you want to grow the Deadass family like we do, you can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also make a little bit of cha-ching from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, to get started. Now let's get this thing rolling. Peeps, it is I, Giselle, a.k.a. Jizzy G, a.k.a. Jizzy G6, because I stay fly, stay uh, high uh, all the time. Till I die, With my beautiful, lovely co-host. Gina! A.k.a. I'll be your mom's shit. A.k.a. AKA sucking dicks and taking pics. <laughs> A.k.a. Damn, Gina! <laughs> and you're listening to the, the Deadass Dead Ass Girls, Girls podcast. podcast. A new episode for you hating ass cucks, welcome. And you proper pussies. Yeah, she's been doing this, this British accent. I don't know where the fuck it came from. It's proper. But, uh, proper well. Shout out to Mark Hainsworth. I'm sorry if we offend you. Yes, yeah, so I'm a, br- from the a little UK brother. <laughs> a <Bruv>. little bruv. <laughs> have you ever been to the UK? Yes, I have. Have family there. I can't wait to go. Uh. I can't. I was a bit too young when I went, so... Oh, yes, he is. I don't really Yo, remember. I heard people get stabbed everywhere. Yeah, in Manchester, mate. <laughs> Proper. Gotta wear that Teflon. <laughs> Be getting stabbed up at the disco. <laughs> <laughs> but today we are... Did we just pass Mental Health Month, or is this... Yeah, it was May. It was May. Oh, oh! Sorry, I had an amp. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't imagine it. it actual ant. Yeah, so last month was uh, Mental Health Month, and we're adults and we have jobs, so we couldn't film a mental health episode before Mental In Health time. Month. So, But here it is. Here cause... it is now because we have that shit and it's real. And, and you shouldn't just celebrate it 
not I mean, not celebrated, but I mean like you shouldn't be aware of it on one month. It should be every day. Every day, bro, with that Disney Channel flow. If y'all it's know every who, day, bro. If you know who that is, leave a hashtag. I hate fucking Jake Paul because he's a <laughs> stupid cock boy. Wait, I feel like if you have a hashtag, I hate fucking Jake Paul. It sounds like dudes who actually fucked him. Wait, like, now nah, he was a he was a, a bad lay. Jake Paul probably is a bad lay. Jake Paul probably has like three inches of penis <laughs> and seven inches of ball sack. So you know, that wow. doesn't seem like the best time. Just something knocking at your back door. <laughs> Not being let in. You know, just that. It's a, pu- a proper smash. No, it won't be a proper it's smash. It's not a proper smash. It's not a proper smash. It's a cock up. It's a cock <laughs> But seriously, uh, <laughs> mental health is here. It's real. And. We just want to talk about it a little bit, you know? And for you ASMR listeners, I'm eating ice cream, so... Suck it! That sounds disgusting. <laughs> like, it the people who listen to that. It literally sounds like a rat giving head. Like, just... It sounds that's gross. fucking nasty. What does that even sound like? What you just... That's <laughs> noise you just made. That's... Ugh. <laughs> I just feel like if the word moist had a had a sound, it'll be that moist. Ugh. Sounds like when you stir in that mac and cheese. That wet, wet. That. First of all, I stirred mac and cheese, and I, my pussy has not ever sounded like that. Like, like think about it. That's what it's. I mean, mine has. It just sounds too thick, like. Yeah, pussy needs to be visc. Oh, that's another episode. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <laughs> for some reason, because I kept doing a British accent, now I keep thinking in a British accent. <laughs> Actually, I used to read. I used to read a series of books. Right, it was about this detective in the UK. And she was solving all these crazy fucking crimes in London, and I'm telling you, reading those books. I literally spent a whole month speaking in a fucking terrible English accent. And I think I'm fixing to go to the shop in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, that's probably... That's why Americans never do a good English accent, but they can do a really good American accent. Because how hard is it to mispronounce words? And, right. and be like, it's every day, bro. <laughs> it's every day, bro. With that Disney Channel flow. <laughs> that's true. Yo, I did not know that Tom Hiddleston was English. Who's that? Is that Loki? Loki, yeah. I did. Nah. He looks British. I watched him in The Night Manager in mm-hmm. his actual... I was like, oh, shit. Well, then. He's Just British. like Idris Elba. Did not know that motherfucker was English. You didn't know Idris Elba was English? Because I, oh, I only saw him in American like stuff and, you know, American stuff. It wasn't until I got older and I started watching, like, BBC shit, the channel, not Pornhub, and, <laughs> and I mean that too, but. It, it, I'm more of a X videos type of girl. No. I think Pornhub, because it's user-friendly, like, it just looks easy to maneuver. X videos looks 
Listen, I can double fist. I can do one hand vibrator, one hand phone. As long as I can do one hand vibrator, one hand phone, <laughs> we're good to go. I don't need it to be super easy. Not because the website you go, it says categories. You just pick a category. X videos, that shit look mad difficult. I just want to... It's a terrible I video. A, I want a variety of everything. But they have variety on Pornhub. No, I don't want to look through the variety. I just want it to be, bam, in so, my face. go on X videos, and it says Spicy J gets back blown out. And then underneath is going to say Chinese midget hops on penis. Yep, and then I'm going to be like, ooh, a nice little nah, salad, that's, a that's nice too, little mix. That's too weird. A nice <laughs> little mix. How do you know what you like and what you don't like if... You've never seen a video of, of a woman like shitting on a man's chest. Like, how can you say you're not into poop play? I'm pretty sure I'm not. How? How do you know, though? Because I have seen two girls, one cup, and I almost threw up. That was some serious. <laughs> what you're doing over there is making green, poop. green ice cream out the butthole type deal. <laughs> no, that video had me scarred for life. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> And perfect because we're talking about mental health awareness and that shit mentally fucked me. <laughs> oh, that's what we're talking about? How can we get on the porn? <laughs> Alright. I'm eating ice cream. Sorry for the chewing. But we all have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's seasonal depression or just regular depression. Clinical. Clinical depression. Postpartum. All that. Mm-hmm. PTSD. All that stuff. And before we start, like, talking about it, I think that um, when we put out the links to these the podcast, we're going to do some, like... Anxiety phone numbers, the suicide hotline, mm-hmm. all those good stuff. Because it's not right for us to be talking and like somewhat joking around, somewhat serious manner, and not try to get you guys like resources that can help. Mm-hmm. So you know, when we drop the episode, there's gonna be links. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're gonna you know take a serious issue and kind of make it a little lighthearted because you of know course. there are some people out there who. They're, the best way to deal with stuff is through comedy, through yeah. humor. But, again, it's a serious topic, and we definitely, definitely. want to make sure that everyone has the resources so they can mm-hmm. either reach out to someone who may be suffering or just use it for yourself. Um, so, deadass girls are going to get deadass about mental, mental health. health. And also, I know we are not professionals. I am a very active member of the mental health community as someone who has lived in a mental hospital for like two, three weeks, as someone who has tried to commit suicide, as someone who every day has to put my mind forward that I want to live because I have something that is called bipolar disorder. I'm also taking medicines for clinical depression, and I also have something called suicide ideation where I fantasize about killing myself which is really dark which is really deep and uh, I want to be able to help you guys we want to be able to help you guys and I think it's good to get two different um, opinions and perspectives because Giselle 
I'm sure deals with her mental health way differently than I deal with mine. So, Giselle, do you want to start off and talk about, like, your take on mental health and stuff? Uh, Like, probably talk about, like, what you have, like, what... I definitely um, have issues with anxiety, Mm -hmm. especially just, you know, stress. A lot of things have happened throughout my life where it's just, I never really learned how to deal with it in a healthy manner, Mm -hmm. meaning that I never really had the chance. I didn't, okay, my family, they don't talk. No one expresses themselves. I come from a pretty traditional immigrant family where the only thing is work hard, keep your head down, do what you gotta do, and your feelings... Oh, fuck feelings, right? It's like, oh, you don't have... You have everything given to you. You're an American, this and that. It's like, yeah, I get it. You came from a third world country and you, uh, like, kind of left a bad situation. Mm -hmm. But you can't possibly tell me that my feelings are not valid. So, growing up where I had to keep things to myself, it led to an unhealthy habit. Because now as an adult, as well as a young adult... You know, anytime I run into issues, instead of me sharing them with people, I just keep it inside Mm -hmm. to a point where I just reach a breaking breaking point. And by then it's like, well, you can't understand what I'm going through, you know. And and I think everyone has that where Mm -hmm. you go through something and you share with someone and they don't know what to say. So it just kind of makes you feel worse (laughs) about sharing it. So how I deal with it is avoidance. I try not to talk about the topic, and I try to turn it into humor, mm-hmm. even though deep down inside, it's like, nah, this sucks. This fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like, I've always been the adult of my family. So, when I go to seek help, I feel, like, helpless. I feel mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I'm not doing my job as a human being, as an adult, to keep my shit together, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So... I don't, I mean, I've never been to a doctor to talk about it or to a therapist, only because financially I just can't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I deal with it by making jokes about it. And what type of things do you think give you anxiety? You know, it's, um, the, so I'll tell you, the first time I ever had a panic attack was at my first first culinary job I was working at that um what you call it that bar that I used to work at as a mm-hmm. line cook and at the time I had to kind of like cook for three big ass parties I had limited resources I had limited time and I just kind of freaked out like I literally sat there the fryer is going I just fucking freaked out I felt like I couldn't breathe I couldn't speak and it just got mad hot in there. Mm-hmm. And I had to just kind of step away, you know, take a couple deep breaths, splash my face, and just got into it. But I think after that, it's like when I get presented with a situation where I feel like it's out of my control, mm-hmm. I just freak out. Mm-hmm. And just like, like you know, when you feel like you've been pigeonholed, that you've just been backed into a corner, and you're mm-hmm. trying everything in your power to do something, and then... You know, you just kind of like just lose it. Okay, understandable. And um, 
my situation is a little bit different um it seems to me that you have triggers for like your anxiety you have triggers reasonable triggers yeah. like for your anxiety i on the other hand don't i will get anxiety going somewhere that i've been millions of times i will get anxiety talking to people who are supposed to be my bestest friends that i talk to every single day mm-hmm. i get the type of anxiety where people who have always been in my life i just feel like they don't like me today and let me not talk to them let me just leave them alone like i get weird anxiety and um another place that gives me anxiety is the supermarket for some reason really yeah i i absolutely hate the supermarket yeah that's why you be you be with your mom be like gina can you go buy some groceries and i'm like no like leave me alone like i don't um i don't like the supermarket i don't like the supermarket and i don't like public transportation i don't like anywhere that there's too much people well public transit i get it especially with all these Mm -hmm. fucked up situations happening on the plane or the train yeah no i get that part and I also get it too in crowds, like big mm-hmm. crowds is like just kind of make. I'm not gonna have like a full blown attack, but they do make me a little anxious. So, mm-hmm. like when I went to Comic Con, I was like, I gotta step away somewhere because there's too many fucking people mm-hmm. here. But yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Another thing that I have anxiety about, which is also has to do with body image, I don't. There's sometimes where I'm going through mania and I don't care about like how much room I take up and I'm here and I'm this and I'm that. Mm-hmm. And then another time with crowds, what happens to me is that because I'm not a small girl, I get like anxiety about, oh God, I hope I don't bump into anyone and I hope I don't step on anyone's foot and yeah, oh my gosh, I'm taking up too much space yeah. and you know, like, and people are going to be like, oh it's tight in here and their eyes are gonna go straight to the big girl and be mm-hmm. like oh this bitch is taking up all the room so stuff like that give me anxiety as well i get that mm-hmm. i get the same feeling when i'm about to fly like i yeah. fly a lot for work and i be like really trying to make myself as small as possible mm-hmm. so that i don't disturb the person next to me because you yeah. see you know shit goes viral exactly we've seen you know People be taking those sneak photos and then mm-hmm. they be saying some fucked up shit and then that shit gets shared. So, no one wants to become a meme. Mm-mm. No matter how funny it is, like, come on. Really, though? Like, I'm just trying to live my life one day at a time. I'm just trying to take this fucking early morning fight, buff. <laughs> like, <laughs> across the pond, mate. Across the pond, mate. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And another thing is, with mental health. You know, we're minorities. That's not discussed in our community. In our community, it's either you're normal or you're crazy. Or you're crazy. It's not in the middle where... No, it's like, oh, no, they're just just a crackhead, just a crazy person, just a psycho. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I have valid issues that I need to discuss with somebody. And it's also... um, Mm -hmm. You don't see people in your family... Because the crazy thing about it is that most of these mental issues, they're in your genes. You get what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and 
the thing about my family is that my mom's side, my mom's brother is schizophrenic and there's depression on her side and it was never discussed. Like I always grew up with my Uncle Tony just being crazy Uncle Tony. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and um, it wasn't until like everything went on with me that I became closer to my Uncle Tony. Like, mm-hmm. we both are on medicine. We both, you know, are the black sheep of the family. I would think because the thing with okay so I tried to kill myself and I went to the hospital for it and not trying to say that I'm a baby and you want people constantly in your life and constantly doing this and constantly doing that but the thing about mental health that no one tells you and the thing about going to that no one is going to remember 24-7 that you have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. No one is going to remember. Like, and it's just the fact that people have their own shit to deal with. Like, no one is going to remember. So, it like, even with my family, like, they will think like, oh, you don't have to have your attitude or you don't have to be this and you don't have to have that instead of seeing that I'm having an episode. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Instead of seeing like maybe I need a little quiet right now. It, but you know why? Because some people are not educated on it. They just yeah. don't know. They're like, oh, you just, you know, you just you. It's like, yes and no. Exactly. <laughs> like sometimes, you know, yeah, like if you have a, if you have an off day, you know, people are like, "Oh, what's wrong with you?" Yeah, and then you're just like, "Well, ye- this is what this is what's wrong with mm-hmm. me," and they're like, "Oh, just get over it." Yeah, and it's like, "Well, no, it's not that easy to get exactly. over." Exactly. Because I'm pretty sure if you had a bad day, if somebody told you to get over it, you'd be upset. But the thing is that with someone who does have you know clinical or just personality based uh, psychological disorders. It's not always oh a I'll trigger, get over it. Yeah, sometimes exactly, it's just exactly a be, day. Sometimes it's just a chemical co- reaction in, in where reaction, you're just exactly. not having it. And that's the thing that I have a lot of shame and embarrassment when it comes to my mental health because I have friends who lives are so much worse than mine that. I feel like I shouldn't be sad some days and I shouldn't feel like this some days and I shouldn't feel like that some days. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people do too, but you cannot help stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like, it's not that you're being whiny. It's not that you're being a baby. If you genuinely feel that getting out of bed makes you nauseous. Like, Mm -hmm. if you genuinely feel that I cannot do this right now. And it's just one of those things that you have to get help for like and you have to decide that my mental health is important and i feel like we have this whole way that we have to bounce back from things and Mm -hmm. oh let's see who fast can act like things don't bother us let's see who yeah doesn't have feelings yeah sometimes it's okay to do like me when i'm having a shitty day i just like to just let me just chill. Let me just exactly. write out the emotions. Okay, I will get better soon, but let me just write out the emotions. Exactly. 
you know, this whole culture of like not giving a fuck, that's not healthy. It's not. It's not it's not healthy because now you're just gonna have a bunch of emotionless people yeah. walking around doing shit mm-hmm. and they're not gonna realize the consequences of their actions. Exactly. You know, like you be like, Oh, I don't give a fuck, I say what I want and then you're gonna say something really messed up and offend somebody and you're not gonna understand why you offended them. Exactly. Right? So but also it's fucking just people being sympathetic enough to understand. Yep. Because I feel like again it goes to education. If you don't know too much about mental health or you don't know too much about a certain disorder, you're not going to approach the person in a correct manner. Mhm. Right? And I think we see this now especially like with cops and shit, like they don't know how to react when somebody yeah. is just you know, there's a difference between someone spazzing out and someone having a legitimate issue, issue that they cannot help. Exactly. Right? So, you have friends and family around you who be like, oh, you know, that's Joe. He's always been like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if he's always been like that, maybe mm-hmm. you should wrong. look into it, you know? Um, we're going to do a quick break. We're going to be right back. One second, guys. Alrighty, peeps. Sorry for the delay. Um, I myself am having a own personal crisis, which is also affecting my mental health because I've been having headaches every fucking day of this week. My fucking neck hurts. I'm up to here. <sighs> Sorry, I just have to get that out. Let me tell you something about mental health that nobody fucking tells you, right? Nobody tells you that there's so much bullshit in this world that makes you feel so shitty all the time. Nobody tells you that shit, right? Nobody tells you that, yo, guess what? After high school, you're going to amass a whole lot of debt. And then you become an adult. And all you got to do is work and pay the debt. And then you fucking die. How fun is that, guys? Let me tell you something else about mental health. How about... Fuck family. How about that? How about the family be the first ones ruining your mental health? You be born smacking you? That's the first thing you do I come into this world? You're going to betray my trust, my guy? That's what you're going to do. Okay. Great story, mom. Sorry, let's have a more serious conversation about mental health. Oh, another thing is that they don't tell you when you're about to have a fucking breakdown. Nobody tells you that when you have a breakdown, you do some real irrational bullshit. Like shoot up a school. Let's talk about school shootings. A lot of people make it seem like most of the people who do it are suffering. When sometimes they're just assholes. Like they're just people who... They find a permanent solution to a temporary problem. It's like, because now you're going to attach the stigma that everybody who is quote-unquote crazy is going to do all this crazy shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, listen, I've had days where I hate everybody, but I'm not sitting there like, yo, I'm going to show up to school with an AK and air out everybody else in math class. Like, nah. There's a difference between somebody who... 
legitimately has a mental health issue and someone who hides behind the stigma associated with it and then does bullshit. Oh, like Roseanne? Uh, who that bitch. sprays at the mouth about <sighs> racism and calls a woman a mix between a gorilla and some nasty Middle Eastern slang or whatever it is and then wants to blame it on Ambien and blame it on mental health and that's the bullshit that I hate I hate the fact that mental health is so prevalent now that you can use it to excuse bad behavior like I am not one who I'm sorry I don't I just don't agree with that shit I don't agree with you sitting there and running your mouth about race and shit and calling people this and calling people that and then being like you know right cause last time I checked you know my anxiety yeah I'm not saying they're like oh my anxiety is caused by all these Jews like whoa um no that doesn't sound like a legitimate issue that just sounds like you trying to hide behind something yeah yeah, and that's the thing about it too is that people like to just not understand that things are not just black and white. Mm-hmm. It's not just black and white. Yes, of course, someone can have mental issues and also be a shitty fucking person. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to just be like, oh, yeah, he's mentally ill. So, you know, the fact that he's raping children is completely fine. No, you can be mentally ill and a bad person as well. Yeah. Like,. Just like how you can have bad people in every walks of life, Mm -hmm. the mentally ill community can have, just like gay people, there's gay people who are racist as fuck, there are gay people who are prejudiced as fuck, and you would think that that type of hypocrisy wouldn't be around, because how can you oppress people when you're a part of an oppressed group? group. Exactly. But there there are bad and good people in every single form of life, and... There are horrible people who, yeah, they do have mental health, but that doesn't take away from the fact that they're horrible fucking people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and I think that people just they always want to find something to blame. Exactly. They're like, oh, I'm gonna attach the blame to this thing because yeah. this is the one thing that we can't control. It's exactly. Like, nah. Nah. So, how do people deal with it? Um, like myself, I don't really deal with it, which is an issue because. Mm-hmm. Eventually, all that stress and all that headache is going to amount to something where you have a massive breakdown. And it just becomes worse than the small problems you have now. Yeah, or a stroke, or or fucking die. Or you end up showing up to WWE headquarters. And, nah, let me not make another crisper. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm above. I'm above that. I'm above that. (laughs) Let me not do that. One, one day, guys. <laughs> one day we will be good people. As I said, there are good and bad people. Walks of life. We walk they are good. Line. Yeah, we they're good <laughs> podcasters. They're bad podcasters. I'm pretty sure that we're in the bad group. But yeah, that's just the that's just the thing about it. With dealing with it. Okay, I never used to deal with mine either until I took all my anxiety medicine. Like, I took, like, 15 Xanax, (laughs) drank a bottle of wine, and crashed my Murano into my neighbor. Well, not neighbor. Like, he lives, like, three blocks away, but crashed my Murano into his yard. 
you know, like, and then sat there while waiting for the light post to drop on top of the car, was snatched out of the car by said neighbors whose house that, you know, you know, don't let your mental health get to that point. Right. And if it does get to that point... You should be aware that it, hey, exactly. something's wrong. Something here because doesn't add up. That's as someone who has been in the mental health system, mm-hmm. I can tell you that it's still your choice. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't in America. You cannot be forcefully institu- institutionalized. Not anymore. You, yeah, you can't. So I sat there and even though I knew I wasn't going to be without my phone I wasn't going to be I was going to be without people that I knew all this stuff Mm -hmm. I still made the conscious decision to sign that paper and get myself admitted because I couldn't do this on my own yeah and a lot of the time people don't tell you that with mental illness and the medicine that comes with mental illnesses it's not just like a pain pill where you're going to take it and get immediate relief a lot of these medicines they take they take work. weeks mm-hmm. like we're talking about 4 to 6 weeks to get in your body to create change so like mental illness is definitely one of those things that it's really difficult to stay on top of because when especially with someone who has bipolar disorder cuz one day you'll be like oh i feel fine fine and i don't want to take this anymore. anymore and then you mm-hmm. try to you know fly off a balcony cuz yep. you think you're half bird so um She's talking about me <laughs> with that one. Um, yeah. Um, this, this is why you guys have to know that my humor, it comes from a real deep, dark place. Everyone's all comedians. Though. Yeah. Everyone who it comes is from remotely deep, funny, it comes from a place of sadness. Yeah. So, you know, so... um. But I just want you guys to be aware of mental health and be aware of the signs. And not only to help yourselves, but y'all loved ones dealing with it as Mm -hmm. well. I know that loving someone with mental illness is not easy. It's not easy, whether it's a platonic relationship, a friendship, or a romance. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's not easy. And... You have to just communicate with people. You have to communicate and you have to let people know what they can do to help you. And Because not everybody wants a hug. Not everybody wants mm-hmm. you to talk. talk. Yeah, yeah, a pep talk. Some people just want you to listen and to just agree with them. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? And just understand where they're coming from. Or not even agree. Just have an open ear. Like, exactly. hey, sometimes some, someone needs to just vent and just talk about their problems. But, you know, you're not looking for, not all the time you're looking for advice. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just want someone to understand where you're coming mm-hmm. from and why you're acting this way, mm-hmm. you know. And you would hope that that person has the common decency to be empathetic for you. Exactly. And then, not sympathy, because sympathy never really comes from a generous place, Uh Sometimes someone it's is just, just like, feeling bad for yeah, like, oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, that's not going to help me in any way, shape or form. But if you say, okay, I understand. 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At Zenni.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame anywhere with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit Zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever. And it's like, all right, cool. You're taking my feelings into account. And I would hope that you're not a piece of shit where you're going to throw that back into my face. Because there's a lot of people like that who Mm -hmm. you tell them something secretive or, you know, something that was supposed to be met in confidence. And then I choose you. Fucked up issue. Go. And then (laughs) they just like kind of make fun of you. You and them have a fucking argument. And then it's like, fuck you. This is why you're so-and-so ain't shit. This is why you fucking... You know? Like, don't, don't be that person. <laughs> like, like, oh, wow. Okay. Don't. Wow. Because don't then be now person. you're going to make that person who is suffering from a mental health disorder. Now they're going to be even less trusting of others. And now they're never going to want to seek help. Because they're going to feel that, oh, okay, you acted like that and you were someone I cared about. Now, who is this random person? Right. Like, like what's a stranger going to do? Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, like you said, it's not, you know, you're not, you're not forced to get treatment, but sometimes you just got to be like, listen, I need it. You like, need this it. is, I care about myself enough where I'm going to actually seek the help that I need so I can mm-hmm. live a, a somewhat, not happy life, but a life that I'm happy with. Because, and that's the thing too, exactly. That's the thing too as well is that... Not everybody wants to be medicated. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to be medicated. But the fact of the matter is, is that a paid professional can talk to you through your issues and give you coping mechanisms, give you ways that to deal with bringing yourself down from an anxiety attack until it turns into a full-blown panic attack. Mm -hmm. Those are ways that a mental health personnel can help you where your friend... Sarah can't help you like you she's not gonna have the tools unless she's in school and this is what she's in school for Mm -hmm. to be able to teach you down off talk you down off the cliff like you should definitely know like when you're at your point where you need professional help yeah because movies they be making it seem like oh you know this teenager helped her friend overcome suicide it's like listen no a teenager, your brain's not even fully developed yet. You have all these emotions going on. You can't possibly know how to help someone out of this dire exactly. of a situation. And maybe you can. I don't know. Again, we're not professionals. Yeah. You, can, you can take our advice to face value only. But yeah. there's no way that, you know, someone who is untrained gonna maybe they i mean they'll give you some advice but of course there's no way that they're gonna know because now what you have to think about is the treatment after 
Because, mm-hmm. yes, you can deal with the situation as presented as is, mm-hmm. but you're going to need long-term care after that. And a exactly. regular person is not going to be able to help you. Exactly. Because something that really bothered me after where I needed a therapist is that nobody teaches you, like, after you try to kill yourself what to do with your life after that mm-hmm. like everyone was like oh are you gonna go get a job or are you gonna go back to school and you're just well i just had this feeling of i don't really know because i try i kind of wasn't planning on being alive right now right so, exactly yeah like, okay, so it's so like um, life after attempted suicide yeah like i was just like um i have no plans because i i wasn't planning on being alive and it definitely was one of the roughest parts of my life because it was just and you come you out of in? this hospital yeah. and you don't feel well because while I was in the hospital for like three, two, three weeks, I was pumped with so much different medicines because mm-hmm. you have to figure out a cocktail that works for you because it's not just one type of mental health medicine. It's, it's a, whole, a whole array of them. Yeah. And the first set I got broke me out to the point of giving me hives. Mm-hmm. The next set, I was drooling on myself. Like it was, and so you come out feeling like crap. Mine, because I was in a car accident and all that stuff, I didn't have my car anymore that I worked really fucking hard to get. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a job anymore. I and it was just like this is absolutely fucking insane. You have like, to start from scratch. Basically. Scratch. And I needed my a therapist to talk to about that because no one could help me because yeah, we came and we looked for you in this hospital, but you're better now, right? Mm-hmm. And it's you're good now, right? And Nobody doesn't care about your feelings anymore and nobody's like hiding any punches. It's like, no, you need to get the fuck up and you need to go find a job. Right. And it's you like, need oh, to okay, go. you've you've it's, had it's, your episode. So it's it was it's time cute. To move on. You know, right. it's time it's time to move on. And nobody understands that this is shit that you have to deal with mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Like and in no way, shape or form is a chemical imbalance more that I have more mental health than somebody like Giselle who gets triggered by something is in no way shape or form because it's still mental health and it's still something that you have to work at like Mm -hmm. you have to work at it and again like breaking down the word mental your brain like your brain is the most important organ and if your brain is screwed up that's gonna screw up everything else okay and I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys out there know that you know, if you're like me, you know, when I get stressed out, I get migraines and they don't go away. Mm-hmm. They'll stay there. They'll sit there for days or some of us get hot flashes or, mm-hmm. you know, where you're too hurt or just mm-hmm. your brain affects other parts exactly. of your body. Definitely. And then when your other parts of your body become under heavy stress constantly, then it just leads to your actual health, overall health deteriorating. Mm-hmm. So it's not just talking about your feelings and but it's also taking care of yourself and mm-hmm. i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh diet and exercise because yeah they tell you it helps but it's like sometimes 
That's what the is, last thing on your fucking what mind. Is, you can't even get. I when I'm depressed, I can't even move. Right. Like it. Sh- when I say I get trapped in my head so much that all I will do is lie there and think and sit there and think to the point where I'm not showering, mm-hmm. I'm not eating anything. I'm I'm just literally sitting there like, and how am I gonna work out? Like how how. Sometimes that's the last, like, the most important thing is that one thought that's taken over. Last thing you're thinking about is, oh, I'm just going to go out and take a walk. Or I'm going to go eat a a salad. Sometimes you want to eat a pint of ice cream by yourself. Sometimes you want to drink a whole bottle of wine for yourself. And sometimes, like Gina, you just lock yourself in a room and you forget to function for four days. Okay? (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Like, the brain is literally... Sending you a natural edible into your body. Yep. And you just say that I'm just shut down. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Like literally I am stuck. I am just like lying in bed. Like that's what my mental health is. A shock to my system. But as Giselle said, your mental health. It's what helps you. So yeah. Your friend making go outside and jog and get sweaty and work out and that helps her. That is not necessarily what's going mm-hmm. to help you. Some people want to be held. Some people want the attention. There is nothing wrong with that. Some people, like myself, I just want to be left the fuck alone. Like, <coughs> leave me alone. Let me get out of it because... I am one of those people, and I don't think it's fair that I have a way that when I am sad, I turn it into anger. And if you're around me, I feel like I should be verbally abusive because I don't feel good. So everybody shouldn't feel good. And that's not right. So when I don't feel well, I'm not texting anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking to anybody because it's not my place to take my problems out on somebody else. Unless you fucked up. Unless you, exactly. Then I'm like, this is, this. (laughs) Bring that ass here, boy. Like, unless you're the one who put me in this fucked up mood. It's like, nope. I put the lasso on, throw it around them, pull them in. Get over here. Get over here. Yo, have you seen the Mortal Kombat movies? No. They're, they're absolutely trash. But they're good trash. It's like so Sharknado bad. Like trash? It is. It's, oh, I love it's Sharknado. So, it's so funny <laughs> because of how fucking old it is. And like, you know, graphics back then were... I'm telling you. I'm a fan of the Mortal Kombat. The old ones, not the new shits. I'm talking about... I feel like movies like Mortal Kombat, they're like those fucking Dragon Ball Z movies. Yeah, like, it's like they never work. It's like there's so much you can't make. There's that so work. much fuckery and like unrealistic oh, shit. shit. It doesn't translate well to real life. Okay, yeah. no human is putting their hand out on a whole chain with a, a grappling <laughs> hook. Get over. No, no one spits. Hot breath, unless you know you didn't brush your teeth, but even then, there's no actual flames. Yeah, no one looks Spinning. like Baraka. Yeah, what's that <laughs> bitch with the fucking that be like having insects coming out of her fucking face? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, come on. So, yes, it's hilarious mm-hmm. and it's a bad movie. 
It's so bad. But it's so bad that it's good. You know what's another bad movie that I love, though? Um, not another teen movie. Oh, God. The fucking movie! That movie is so... I think that was the movie that created parody movies. Because after that, I swear, like, in the early 2000s, that's all we had was fucking parody movies. And then they kept getting worse and worse and worse. And now I'm like, all right, we gotta stop. That's my fu- that was my fucking movie. That movie, that movie so was ass. the highlight of my high school life. That movie was the highlight of my life. That movie <laughs> built my com. That's the type of comedy I like. It made like that it's movie is hilarious. So bad. It's oh hilarious. God. It's hilarious. No, like if it comes on TV and I have nothing else to watch, I'll watch it. I will go looking for it just to watch no, it. No, that's a problem. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> My breasts are perky. Yes, oh yes. <laughs> that bitch showed up to school with no shirt on. <laughs> Fucking foreign exchange student. Yeah. Russian mail order bride. <laughs> Yo, you know, like, now that I think about it, did we have foreign exchange students in LMG? No, we just had Russian kids. We just had, yeah. And Italian it. kids. Yeah, and Asian kids. Yeah. I don't know if they were from... The, <laughs> or not. Nor, did I, nor do I care. Like, <laughs> fuck Goldstein. <laughs> Goldstein is another place that is... Uh, that's triggering? That's triggering. It's a major part of my mental health I issues. Had, I didn't have such a bad high school... I hate that school. Like, yes and no. Like, high school, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being Carrie and 10 being Gossip Girl, I would would say that my school, for my experience, it was a solid Degrassi. So that's like a solid 5. But the old, the old Degrassi, like chicks. Whatever it takes. What was that girl Emma again? What was that? She had gonorrhea. Or I some know shit? how to make it through. Yeah, and you know we didn't have someone get shot. If I hold up, if I knew, I know how to make it through. You know that have a new season, and I, they'd be talking about Islamophobia on that shit, and a girl gets deported. I'm like, wow. The grassy is bringing in the real home, back, <laughs> yeah. real hitting things. Um, talking about mental health and movies and stuff. Thirteen Reasons Why absolutely sucks. Oh my god! And I'm not even talking about the fact that like it's dealing with stuff and it's dark. No, it's bad acting. It's bad acting. The girl who kills herself. I don't feel sorry for her. She because she's very dramatic and she brings the drama and she creates her own drama and then she wants to be all dry and sarcastic with the shit and and, and it's just like I've never seen that show so what's it about? It's basically this girl that kills herself mm-hmm. that spends thirteen episodes dealing with thirteen different things. That made her kill herself. Okay, and I heard that she sent, sends tapes or something. She sends tapes. To who? To the people who wronged her. So it's 13 tapes. So it's 13 tapes. Okay. 13 reasons why. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. What are the reasons? 
like she was raped she was bullied yeah it was like stuff like that and then it was people who stood by and like watch her get bullied and people and I love the premise of it. I love the premise. It's just a badly acted movie. Like, I just... I'm, it, it's bad. It's not good. It Isn't there a second season of that show? Yeah. All, and... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. The last episode of season two of 13 Reasons Why triggered... It didn't really trigger me because that never happened to me. But I was literally sitting there shocked. And fucking appalled. You're not gonna plan on watching it. Listen, no. spoiler alert, spoiler alert. That shit is on Netflix. If you haven't binged on it, then whatever. Yeah. This dude gets like sodomized with a broom. Jesus. What like the, he gets, high school, right? Yeah, he gets jumped in the bathroom and they literally like bang his face against the mirror and then against the sink and literally bends him over. And sodomizing him with a broom, and you see Wait, the why? broom handle full of blood and oh. shit. And I was. I... Wait, wait, why did okay? Why him? Because he was like going through problems with them and shit. Like typical high school, they thought he did something. T- typical high school hmm, shit. Quite interesting. Yeah, <laughs> extremely. <laughs> Dark and like brutal, and I'm one That's of disgusting. Yeah, it, it's bad. It was bad. I can take the gruesome shit, and I was like, "Yo, this is a tad too much for me." Like I was uh, like, "This is too much." And it happens, and you know, sometimes like I get it. People want to. The media wants to shed light on these things, but some of us want to escape mm-hmm. and not be reminded of the horrors of life. Like, mm-hmm. I don't watch shows like that for that fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Like, anything that deals with rape, I'm like, listen, I know that that is something that happens and may happen to me. I don't need to be reminded. Mm-hmm. Then again, I binge watch SVU, but SVU is... It's different. It's at a different plane. Is, I'm, it? is it different? They don't show the rape. Sometimes they don't. Is there are episodes where they show they the have. Yeah. Yes, but remember that girl that they, the same guy kept raping her over and over oh, yeah, and like washing was... her body with bleach every time he would do it? I'm sorry, I, I love SVU. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because they. I, I don't know. It's well act. It's yeah. Cor- Thirteen reasons why it's corny to me. Like it's corny. It's corny. Like you're trying to make like. I guess light of a situation by having her oh, all monotone. Then you're right, boo. Water just went on the wrong pipe. <laughs> that water just activated. Just Giselle just fell into that water trap card. <laughs> Had the blue eyes white dragon turn to the side in the face. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> People are gonna be listening to this like, what the fuck? Are you good, my guy? I'm good. You know that New York City tap, <laughs> tapping on my lungs, <laughs> tapping on tapping on her esophagus, exactly. ricocheting <laughs> off her walls. 
<laughs> we're gonna get that patented. <laughs> ricochet can ricochet off my walls. walls. Yes, we're gonna get that patented. And we're like, but all the your walls in your house, like, nah, nah, vaginal walls, <laughs> my throat walls. <laughs> My booty balls. No, I'm not into the ass play, guys. <laughs> I feel like God didn't give me enough push cushion back there um, to take strong defense. I don't think we're ever supposed to take anything. The humans were like, hmm, let's think of another hole to put it in. And then they're... Yeah, I, I'll fight you. I'll fight you. You will have to take it like it's an episode of Oz. Like, oh, wow. Wow. Like out of BC. <laughs> like, you'll have to take it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not willingly giving Yo, that in. Do you remember the episode of Oz where Christopher Maloney just fucking spread his ass cheeks? You never seen that? Yes. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember the episode Matt where Harrison. where um he raped that dude? <laughs> what was that dude's name? <laughs> Who hasn't he raped on the show? Like, that shit was every... Okay, I have a question. I know this is way off topic. How is it that dudes get locked up and all of a sudden they're thinking about men, but... It, that's not all of a sudden. Those are things that they had <laughs> buried deep Or they're like, oh, I can now live out my fantasies, fantasies in jail. Because yeah. I'm like, listen, there's no way... Like, okay, you life in prison... No, I... There's no way that you're... I, I don't understand. I just don't understand. Like, you telling me that... Let's say you serve, like, a two-month sentence. And then all of a sudden... I'm gonna beat my dick like it owes me money. That's what I'm gonna do. Or dudes who go in there be like, yo, we gotta break in the new boy. It's like, why? Why do you need to... What? What, what does me being in jail have to do with you... Fucking me. Like that there those correlate there's no correlation with going like, in the other. I feel like that's just doing it for the culture. Just raping for the culture. Yeah, that's that's jailhouse culture. You know how there's different types of life culture? That's jailhouse. Breaking but, the new boy in, fresh meat, that's jailhouse oh culture. My. We can't understand it. Like, that's their culture. Yo, if y'all been in jail, any listeners been in jail, let me know if you ever fucked somebody or been fucked and tell us why it happens and you know, because we don't hear about it with women. I mean, we have pornos, yeah, but... No, no, my aunt told me about, yeah, they're the same way. Like Women raping other Yeah, inmates. they'll literally, like, have, have to sleep with um, blades in their mouth and stuff to protect themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It, that's what I'm saying. It's jailhouse culture. It's jailhouse culture. Oh, I know, like, with guards... I know that guards, fucking inmates, vice versa. Mm-hmm. No, it's jailhouse culture. This is what they do. And you see, it all ties back around. You guys thought that we forgot our topic, but we didn't. See PTSD. That all has to do with yeah. Because imagine, yeah, like imagine you go to jail for a petty, well, not petty, but you do something not as intense. Let's say you were a drug dealer. Yeah. You, three months in jail and not only do you have to live under dangerous conditions in jail but now you gotta you come out and you've been sexually assaulted mm-hmm. and now you gotta live with that mm-hmm. okay now you gotta be like well that's why i have a real serious issue with the justice system like 
Nah, I, I, I feel like no. The justice system is is just poor because yeah, I have a real serious issue with the justice system. There's certain things that they do that I'm just not here for it at all. Like this whole idea that there are people that as drug dealers, non-violent offenders that are doing like 20 fucking years mm-hmm. in jail when I can go to Colorado and, and fuck, smoke weed for Yeah, free. like the there's a, like that the whole idea that they feel that they should lock like little kids up and then like have them in jail for 50 years and then release mm-hmm. them. What the fuck are you releasing a 65-year-old who's been locked up since he was 18? Mm-hmm. What's the point in releasing him? He's not gonna him be now? able to adjust. How is he gonna the adjust only to society? Life that he knows is, is inside, and he's in gonna jail. do something to go back inside. Like, I, there's things about the justice. Yeah, the racism rates are crazy. Like, you could go to jail for, and it depends on what state you even commit the crime mm-hmm. in, because you could do something in New York State and you get seven years, and you do that shit in Alabama and you get a slap on the wrist and mm-hmm. a fine for two hundred dollars. And there's also states that have, like, three strike rules that you yeah. do the same dumb crime, like graffiti, three times, and then you're in jail for life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like... Or, or yeah, it's, it's no. It's, and so, yeah, so now you come out of jail, PTSD, a thing that you didn't have before. And guess what? Now, because they see that you had a criminal history, they're not going to look at you as a victim. They're going to look at you as mm-hmm. a reject of society. Like, nah, mm-hmm. get over it, whatever. You went to jail. You should have never went to jail. You went in the gun in the booty hole. It's like, okay, I'm sorry. I was trying to make light of something. <laughs> but it's, it's true. It's it's true. <laughs> it's like, you... And we make fun... We make jokes about, you know, don't drop the soap. But it's like, first of all... My life is fucked already because you took away everything from me and I got to live here for some time. Now I got to worry about other people who their liberties have been taken and now you trying to just make it even worse for me. Like, And not only that, but again, going back with minorities. There's not enough resources for us to understand how to deal with PTSD. And not only just PTSD like for... People who gone to jail, but people who go to the military, like you, sacrifice your life for a country, and you come back and they treat you like shit. I have my own personal bias against the military, mm-hmm. but just seeing, you know, putting that aside, I don't think it's right that you volunteer because this is a fucking volunteer service. You go, you sign your life away to protect the country that you know they. You know, spew all this fucking patriot bullshit, and then you come back asking for help, and they don't help you, or the resources or whatever help that you do get, it's not enough for you to adjust. Yep. And then what happens? PTSD, mental health issues, and you then you go off the wagon. You know, because it's it's one thing to say like, oh yeah, my son or daughter served, or my husband or wife serves, but it's like, okay. Now they're home. They just spent God knows how much time being reprogrammed to be a certain person, to do a certain thing. And now they're released back into society. And now no one understands what it is that they've gone through. And there's not enough help for them to be able to adjust. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the justice system sucks. Okay. They can all kiss my ass. 
And I think that we need to pay attention to these things. Like, prison reform and... Prison reform and the military goes hand in hand. Because how many times you hear a veteran goes to jail for for doing some wild shit? Mm -hmm. It's like, hello, how is it that I became this outstanding citizen and all of a sudden I'm in an orange jumpsuit for God knows how much time? So... We definitely think that uh, more resources should be dedicated to mental health. I think mental... First of all, I think everybody needs a therapist. I think Everybody. Yep. I feel like we talk about um, all the problems that this country has. And it's quite obvious that we have a very serious mental health problem that no one is talking about. Because mm-hmm. when you feel overworked, tired, you know, just anything that that triggers you or anything that just weighs on you and now you don't have nothing to help you or you can't do it because you can't afford it because we know fucking therapists and psychoanalysts and all these people they cost bread you know what i have i pay a nice little 40 dollars sometimes 50 a week every two weeks and I get a nice thing called marijuana <laughs> brought to me, and it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. All right, kids, don't do drugs. Don't listen to what I do. Unless that, don't unless do that, hard, don't do hard drugs. Yeah, don't Sweet. don't do meth. Yeah. Okay, you can't bring your life back from that. Like I mean, Fergie turned her life around. Fergie turned her life around. Yeah, she doesn't do meth anymore. I don't think. She doesn't do meth anymore. Then why does she look like it still? Because she did for so long. <laughs> because she's still doing it. Oh my god! <laughs> because she's still doing it. Why does she make such shitty songs? <laughs> that's Got the me meth. There. <laughs> that's, that's the meth. I mean, song. at least she's not eating people's faces off. Because it already looks like someone ate hers off. <laughs> So, you know, like, Fergie looks rough. You know what Fergie looks like? Fergie looks like one of those homeless people that you give a makeover to, but you can tell that life was hard for them. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can. You can, you can tell life was hard for her. Like, she has crow's feet. It's not even crow's feet. She has hawk feet. Like, a whole fucking... American Eagle just like landed on her face like you know so hey that's that you got anything else you want to add Giselle or you just want to be on your phone over there sweet cheeks sorry um it was just I'm having a mental health week month year <laughs> fucking lifetime <laughs> alright guys so um we're gonna wrap this up um but yeah it's your mental health do what you think you should do to um help yourself whether that's talking to somebody getting some type of professional help or just taking a day if if, if you just need a day put a face mask on do what mm-hmm. you like to do eat the foods you like to eat just take a day I feel like we live in a society where we're not allowed to just be like, I'm off today. Like, I'm I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad week. I'm off this month. This wasn't my year. Take the time you need and 
because you're gonna come back better than ever and more secure with the type right tools that will help you help your anxiety help all these beautiful things so yeah i'm trying to look up the numbers to the so like the suicides though yeah i what the hell my phone oh that's probably why because i didn't spell it right that's that oh that's nice (laughs) okay guys so some resources for Mm -hmm. you okay if you feel down your friend feels down or someone anyone you know feels down they just need to talk to someone national suicide prevention hotline is available 24 hours a day seven days a week mm-hmm. all right in the united states i don't know any international numbers i'm pretty sure the quick google search for wherever you're mm-hmm. based out of but the u.s number is 800-273-8255 or you can listen to logic song because i think his song is also the phone yeah. number so if that mm-hmm. helps you um, there's also the website suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Again, it doesn't have to be just for suicide. Sometimes, you know, they are available if you just need to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't need to be to a point where it's a you're in a critical crisis. Sometimes if, you know, life is just getting too much. Um, yeah, so definitely give them a call. Exactly. This was a little different direction, but I feel like we needed to air this out because sometimes yeah it's all fun and games you know jokes but we are also cultured Mm -hmm. somewhat cultured individuals and we do care about some of the issues out there so if there's any issues that you like us to tackle along with our unique brand of humor and seriousness let us know so again at deadass girls on twitter um, we don't have, oh yeah, we have a, a Tumblr, which is at Deadass Girls Podcast. I don't know. I gotta check it. We have an email as well if you want to email us anything. Let us know how you guys deal with mental health issues. Uh, it's going to be the Deadass Podcast NYC. Is it? What for what? The email address? Yeah. Yeah. The Deadass Podcast NYC at gmail.com or again, hit us up in the DMs on Twitter. Alright, as always, it is I, Giselle, a.k.a. Jizzy, a.k.a. Fuck My Life, and with my beautiful co-host, Gina, a.k.a. I'm alright right now. Yeah, it's cool to be alright. Yeah. Alright, sometimes it's good to be great, sometimes it's good to be alright, and sometimes um, you just want to eat ice cream and run up in a McDonald's and shoot everybody up. Don't even skip over this part with us telling you not to do that. Yeah. Don't do don't. that. Don't do okay. that. If it gets that serious, again, phone number, suicide hotline, 800-273-8255. Or call your friend, call your neighbor, call the cops, call somebody. Slide into our DMs, you know? Right. So Let us know that you're not feeling well. I'll definitely try to talk you out of it. Like, yeah. You know? And uh, if you just want to vent, that's open that's as okay. well. Uh, so I might call you a bloody pussy, but it's out of it's out of love. It's out of love. It's nasty. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that you're shutting walls right now, and you're, so you're calling somebody a period. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah, but it's out of love. Out of love and respect. Out of love. Okay. I'm just telling you what you need to hear. <laughs> So again, it has been a wonderful episode of the Deadass Girl Podcast. Peace, love, chicken grease. Bye-bye. Bye.
you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 